everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Sound Seed podcast. Yes, we are back again. <laughs> it's always good to start on a on a high energy note, so that wherever you are, if you're sleepy, you can wake up. If you're energized, I'm already in the same train there with you. And yes, um, and this episode, I'm joined by two beautiful, beautiful ladies. Uh, would you like to introduce yourselves? Yes. Hi guys. My name is Heike Faith Addict. I don't know why I always... Your full government like, name, wow. I don't know, I just really Bravery. put myself out there like that, like... There's no shame, there's no shame. You're not, you're not is, hidden. Her name yeah. is Vanessa. Okay, you cannot start an episode <laughs> of a Christian podcast by telling fellacious tales. No. Your identity. <laughs> False my name is, My name is, well, some of my names are Hiker Faith. And most people call me Faith. That's it. Thank you. Thank. Um. What about you? My name is Shelley. I am going to end it there. I do not think you need to know my full government name out here in these streets. You can find it on LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it, it can it can be found. And yeah, we're so happy that you're joining us today. And um, yes, guys, we're going to be tackling a very, very interesting topic. Um, maybe it's something you might not have pursued or even thought of before. Um, but in the month of August at the Seed Fellowship, um, we looked at the topic of wisdom. And one of the um, um and I I should say I led one of the um one of the sessions on Monday that stuck out to me was a passage in proverbs 29 20 um less so the rest of the passage but just that particular part it says do you see someone who speaks in who speaks in haste um there is more for there is more hope for a fool than for them and um so the scripture basically says that there's actually hope hope for a fool um and I guess I should pose this question to you. Do you consider yourself foolish? Have you ever considered yourself foolish? Oh, yeah. That was so quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, the first, when you first asked it, I was just like, you know, as, and then you you continued on and you should like, have you ever? I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, if you did it, if you said it like that, that's different. But I think to your initial question, do I consider myself foolish, like, currently i think as a christian yes <laughs> um simply because um when you stand and you look at yourself compared to god you're just like am i anything but foolish i mean come on i can't be anything but foolish um so i think in that you know looking at the great picture and the grand picture 
grand scheme of things, I'm just like, yeah, I always have to consider myself foolish because I'm just like, I look to God and looking to him. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. What do you think, Faith? Um, do I consider myself foolish? I've definitely considered myself foolish in the past. And I think I still have some foolish ways and I'm learning and unlearning and developing, becoming better. Um, so like, yeah, I think I'm in that kind of space where sometimes you make wise decisions, other times your decisions weren't so wise. You know, they're a bit foolish and you could have handled certain situations a bit better. So I guess the answer is yes and no. I guess I would, I'm wise because I know God mm. and I, I choose to follow his ways. That is a wise thing to do. Love that. But I can be foolish because I don't always follow his ways. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. true. True. And um, wisdom is, is defined in the Bible as the fear of God. So the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And especially that word beginning, it does not necessarily, that um when you are a christian everything in the head of god will be downloaded onto yours um i think you'll crumple under the weight of that knowledge um but it but what we do know is that we have access to the most high god and so we don't have to live a foolish life and i think there is wisdom in knowing that we have foolish tendencies there is wisdom in knowing that we don't actually know it all Mm -hmm. um so personally would I consider myself a fool no but do I say I have foolish tendencies and foolish aspects or childish or immature aspects I think yeah I, I I think as we grow older and as we mature in our faith you just learn to just know more about the character of God the things of God you learn more about people and how to support them and what to say and what not to say um and I guess it points to the fact that we're all in progress. And that's what I love about that passage because it says there's actually hope for a fool. It's not like you're a fool and then you stay foolish forever. There's actually hope for you. So if, let's say, exactly, like you see someone who's quote-unquote more spiritual than you, it's not that that's the position you're going to stay in where you feel inadequate for the rest of your life. No, that's not. And God, and as you know more of God, you will, you will develop and you will you just learn more mm -hmm. and I guess personally do you think you extend grace to fellow Christians if they're doing things that you consider to be foolish is that your you default know, setting <laughs> you know what I think my default setting is self-righteousness like well, well, let's get into I it. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't do that. You know, oh, that's so wrong. Especially growing up in a, I feel like growing up, I kind of grew up in an environment where it's like you would do right or wrong. Um, and there's no, there's no room for growth. There's no room for, for being wrong. And it's like, it's okay. You know, like it's not the end of the world. Um, even with going back to Proverbs 9, I believe it is. Um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, the beginning, the start. Um, it doesn't mean that because you now fear God, you, you're wise, full stop, that's it. You, you will never make a mistake ever again. Um, but So I think my default setting has always been self-righteousness because I've never grown up in an environment where 
there is room to be foolish or mm-hmm. there's an understanding that even Christians can have foolish tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I am wiser <laughs> in, <laughs> in Christ, um, wiser in God, uh, and even just through, through scripture and learning and studying, I'm, I'm learning to give room for people to make mistakes, you know? Yeah. Um, because I look back at my mistakes and I look back at the things that I once thought were okay. And now I think, wow, what was I thinking? That was so foolish of me. Um, and that helps me to see and to recognize that, well, if I was able to get things wrong back then, surely this person getting things wrong now, it's not the end of it. They too will, by the grace of God, come out of this into a place where they can look back and say, God, I thank you for bringing me out of this place. So, yeah. Well, that's actually so profound, like having insight and being able to look back and say, past me and present me are quite different people. The way we think, the way we perceive others and the decisions we make. Definitely perspective is everything. Mm-hmm. What about you, Shells? Um, Yeah, I think quite similar to um, faith. The way, yeah, I think yeah, my upbringing was the same where it's definitely a case of if you know if you if you spotted someone doing wrong that was the be all and end all like they're wrong now they stand in their wrongness they stay there um and so a lot of times i just if i see someone obviously being like foolish you know from a christian point of view i just be like my automatic setting would be to go "Mm, well that is and i have to catch myself every time i have to catch myself saying uh shelly please can you not? Um, do you remember? And just looking back at, you know, the fact that God has granted me grace from all of my foolish actions and continues to do it. And just remember that he has called me to do the same, you know, to extend grace to others and to show them God's love um, through me doing that. I can't, I can't even lie. Sometimes what oh, I'm just like, oh, but God, you see it. And then he's just like, I also saw you. <laughs> Yeah, wow. so I have to, I have to be like, oh my God. <laughs> wow, wow, no, 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 actually, we need, we need to pause on that for a second. We need to, you can't how many times do oh we gosh. say, oh my gosh, like, God, did you see that? And you're like, but, but as far as I'm concerned, God is not seeing my sins. Um, just oh because you're not gosh. sinning, at doing things out loud, you're not being foolish out loud, does not mean that God does not see even the times you desire to do what is wrong yeah and you revel in it see it's honestly when when wow. you when god has to pull you back from like self-righteousness uh it's really like uh it's like a whiplash sometimes because it's just like mm-hmm. ah! so quick <laughs> i almost got taken out by that mm-hmm. he really yeah but i i do love that god can really speak to us and say please you know we are all we are all sinners who have you know who have been offered jesus so that we can be redeemed and so i can't stand here and act as though i'm better than them because i'm not you know it'd be me lying to myself and me dishonoring god and so yeah i can definitely say that my um default setting most of the time is definitely the immediate reaction is oh i saw that and ooh, judge and then god has to remind me grace shelly grace grace and mercy (laughs) Um, yeah, so I think that's for me. Yeah, and thank you so much for for really explaining that. Um, 
I guess the times that we don't extend grace and the times that we don't, because the reality is, it's almost like a domino effect. If we see someone behaving foolishly and then we choose to respond foolishly, there's someone who's behind us who's watching us do that and and so on and so forth. Um, there's never a point where we're going to reach perfection. I, I mean, I believe that what the Lord will say, now you come to my side. <laughs> you can spend the rest of your life trying to figure out and I just take you in a brown one. Um, but actually, all of us have something to learn. We can always learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and the times that we we let's say we don't extend that grace towards someone who is still growing, who is still learning, and it doesn't even have to be a beginner in the faith. And that's the thing. Sometimes we're like, "Well, you've been you've been a Christian for twenty years, and you're still <laughs> doing this, and you've not yeah. seeked God. You, you you have panicked and you've not prayed. Um, you've not done this. You've not done that. Um, I think sometimes we measure people by our own barometer of what it means to be a Christian mm-hmm. and, and, what, and what wisdom looks like. Um, but actually, you know, no one is perfect in one way, shape or form. And I think there's actually wisdom in knowing that you're not always right. There's wisdom in knowing yeah. that you, you're not always correct. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing like a sermon clip on Twitter, someone saying, if there was a God that you could understand in your small human brain, that's not a, that's not a God worth serving. And when we walk in the idea of, I've read the Bible, I've read the books that no one else has read. You know, <laughs> them, like, you know, those Bible chapters that you're like, I've never Everyone read avoid. this before in my life. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, what happens there? You know, <laughs> you up and say, I, I know this, and I know that. Mm-hmm. My works are good. And so everyone else Ooh. who who is still learning, who's not quote-unquote gotten to my level, they need to learn from me. And it's actually, no, no, that there was something about being humble, being meek, um, being quote-unquote, is the word lowly-hearted, and actually knowing that you don't know know everything, that there's something actually wise about that. you were to advise someone in terms of how do they actually so let's say someone who is who's genuinely struggling in their faith and they feel like they're making foolish decisions how would you or leaving a or yeah foolish decisions leaving a quote-unquote foolish lifestyle how would you encourage them what would you say to them um yeah what would you say to them i guess you know (laughs) Would you, look oh, wow. your, would, sorry, would you look in the mirror and tell yourself, do better? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know when you think of your past actions and you just cringe? And oh, you're please like, don't. Oh, goodness, Oof. no. Yeah. Go on, Charles. <laughs> go on, Charles. You go. I was, I was saying that um, one thing um, is for, you know, for us to go back to, um, you know, that past question about grace, is for them to extend grace to themselves, definitely. I think in the moment when you catch yourself doing something foolish, you can get so caught up in the, oh my goodness, you know, I thought I had gone past this foolish behavior. I thought I was better. And you 
end up condemning yourself and then residing in this place of condemnation when we know there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And so I think one thing definitely to remember is to extend grace to yourself. That, and one, one, one of the best things I do, you know, to help and to just, you know, progress is to always like make time for reflection regularly because one, it helps um, to motivate me, but then it also shows me that, you know, there, there is still more to be done because I can reflect on my past actions and I can be like, you know what? <laughs> I was doing so much full tomfoolery back then. And then I can see how far I've progressed. And then that can motivate me, you know, how, you know, to see how the spirit has moved and how the spirit has changed me. And it can, you know, help me to push further into God so that I can continue to progress. And then also reflecting, you know, I'll see the actions that are still foolish and I'll be like, there's work to be done. You know, so I think a time of great reflection, you know, regular reflection will help and motivating and, you know, also, you know, convicting. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. I, I think reflection is so important. And I think even in your reflection, another step you can add to that is um, asking yourself, what is it that actually informs your decisions? Mm. What is it that informs your knowledge of what is foolish and what is and what mm. is wise? Yes. Because I think sometimes we, again, we were so... Um, affected about our surroundings and our culture which which we should be in, in in a in a certain way in terms of you know people holding us accountable but then it's like what they hold us accountable to because depending on where you grow up um one thing can be viewed as foolish whereas in another um, christian environment it can be considered okay and fine yeah so it's now is it your culture that's informing your decisions or is it god's is it is it biblical truth? Is it this is something that I myself have learned, I have studied, I have um searched and I believe and hold to be true? Or is it just something that has been passed down to me from my pastor and my friends? Because my friend doesn't do X, Y, and Z. I too believe it's wrong to do X, Y, and Z. But when I actually search the scriptures, I, I find that actually it's okay. Like actually. There's nothing wrong with this, you know? Mm. Um, so because when you search scripture for yourself and you 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 come to value something for yourself, mm-hmm. you come to believe something for yourself, you're more likely to do it than because my friend said so that's why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Do you get I me? Mean? Because mm-hmm. when you don't know the full truth, when you don't know the the full why, it's very hard to commit to something. But once you know the full why, it's just like let's say dating when you don't really know someone it's just like okay yeah chatting to him whatever kind of thing like the commitment isn't as strong but when you've grown to know someone you've grown to grow together to learn that you know his ins and outs he does something but you know that he did not intend to do it that way because you know this about this person you're more likely to give that that person grace you're more likely to be still remain committed to that thing and i think it's the same thing with with the, the decisions that we make in life, have you searched the truth for yourself? Mm-hmm. Because when you know the truth for yourself, it's easier to do it. But when you're just doing something because that's what you've been told, it's it's a lot harder to commit to it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank that 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 makes a lot of sense. And 
I think knowing the truth for ourselves is something that a lot of people will struggle with mm-hmm. because we live in a world where ev- there's just so much noise. There's just so many things that speak into us. And in the month when we're looking at the um, wisdom week, there was a part of like Lady Folly and Lady Wisdom. And there's just people always speaking to you and you need to decide who you want to go to and who you want to, whose advice that you want to take. Mm-hmm. Um because the things that you know the world's version of wisdom and foolishness will be different to a biblical version of it and you actually need to go to your source you need to go to the bible to say what does god actually say about this and what does god say foolishness is um because like i know we always talk about it but we do live in a world of cancel culture yeah well, if you say something in 1994 and someone finds it now, you could be a totally different person. Decades would have passed and people will still hold you by that same standard to say the yeah. fact that you held those beliefs, you need to be struck off. But as a Christian, you can say, because of the process of sanctification, where the old you goes away and you get reborn, and you get your second nature and you start to look more like God, the way you think and your actions will change. So we expect people to change. Mm-hmm. If you are the same as when you were saved and nothing has changed about you, I think it's important to reevaluate your life um, and reevaluate what's governing you and what is what is leading you to do what you're doing. But actually, in so in, 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 in the Christian world, we expect change, we expect growth. So it, it's okay to know that you're still growing into and so if there's things in the past or things that you're currently struggling with you know that you have the holy spirit to help you but of course as a christian existing in the world it's very very difficult to navigate to navigate changing your mind and things like that and even as someone who's a seasoned twitter person sometimes you see christians who have acquired knowledge who are quote-unquote wise but they use that knowledge to clap back at other christians um to give criticism that's not constructive um to almost like air out other christians so that the world can peck at them and Mm. so as as you so you, you even the people in the christendom that seem wise they also have something to learn and I think it's, it's it's when we stop learning and when we stop... And let me stop. There's something about being a Christian. You're always working at something. There's mm-hmm. never a time where you're not working at something. There's never a time where God is not showing you an area of your life that he wants to work on. Mm-hmm. And so that means that every single Christian is a work in progress. That means your pastor is a work in progress. That means your mum, that prayer warrior auntie, all those people are works in progress. That means that all those people have the tendency to do things that are unchristlike, and that means those people are also they're not wise in every area of your life and i think when you start taking people off pedestals and you start seeing them as people who are on a journey of getting to know god we'll start to actually apply more grace to one another because we think oh my pastor needs seeks god the way that i see god it's not like because they're so like huge that they go to they go to god maybe once a week maybe once a month just a checking process to say god i've done what you asked me to do let me check back out let me clock out but actually they still they, they still need to be pruned by god and i think that can just really help in us giving each other grace um and i know that i'll jump a little bit uh this month at the
joining us already it's not too late to join us we've been looking at the church and, and community and actually the role of communities where you have people around you you know they can actually pour guide you and they can tell you what's wrong what's wrong but if let's say you've not seen it in the bible yourself they can point you to where it's at mm-hmm. confess your sins or the things that you've done they can even help you make amends um if that's what needs to happen so i think the topic of wisdom isn't an isolated one of let me just acquire knowledge or let me just try and do better but actually there's a whole growth process because in you quote-unquote doing better you're looking more like god you're seeking god more and so so like try not to despise your foolishness or i know it talks in the bible as try not to despise your youth um try not to despise your foolishness um (laughs) Because in that process of you becoming wiser, you're drawing closer to God. And as you're drawing closer to God, you start to look more like him. You can actually benefit the community that you're in. Um, That was a monologue and a half. Um, (laughs) Do you ladies have any things that you'd like to, that's kind of come into your mind that you'd like to share or any closing thoughts, feelings, emotions, all that good stuff? Um, I really liked what you were sharing. I think... I think pride is just such a killer. And I think with, with, um, it's funny because I feel like, mm, I'm going to say this and it's, it's going to sound not how I intend for it to sound, but I feel like the most in, authentic Christians tend to be the ones, the young, the ones that are still new to Christ. Um, and what I mean by that is it, it seems like the more we grow in knowledge, and when I say knowledge, I mean like what we've learned in the Bible and we, we now have to start, start seeing ourselves and viewing ourselves as, as wise mm-hmm. because I can quote X, Y, and Z and scripture or I can say something that sounds profound. Um, it it kind of can also start building up this pride in us. But it's interesting because wisdom as we learn and keep learning is is the complete opposite but but in becoming quote-unquote more wise we sometimes are actually not becoming more wise we're becoming more foolish yeah because of the way we are using our quote-unquote wisdom or what we know and the knowledge that we are acquiring of god um because we're just misusing our knowledge, we're misusing our, our intelligence in ways that he has not called us to. Mm-hmm. Even just just Christians just putting people down for not knowing certain things or or why are you still doing this at this point of your journey? That's not what God has called us to. That's not what he intends for us to do as wise Christians. Um, so I, I guess my closing remark would be, as you grow in the knowledge of Christ and God and his, his finished work on the cross and who he is, and as the Holy Spirit allows you to be wise in the things that you share and how you apply that knowledge, just remember that it's not you, it's him, it's God. You know, everything that you say, any anytime you say anything profound, anything that sounds good, anything that's like snap worthy, that's the Holy Spirit, man. That's literally the Holy Spirit. It's not you. It's him. So that's what I would say. Yes, give credit where credit is due. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not you. Yeah. What about you, Shelley? Honestly, I think both of you ladies covered <laughs> everything that came to mind because I think 
yeah, I think it was everything I had to say. I guess um, one last word I would say is that through all of this, you know, um, trying to acquire wisdom or trying to seek out wisdom, what we need to just remember is who, like, just the main character of the story is in the sense that this is all about God. You know, we acquire wisdom from God. Wisdom is from God. And the minute we try to separate anything from God, it just crumbles and it just becomes corrupted. Um, like Faith was saying, you know, pro- you know, pride can be a dangerous thing. And pride is when we start <laughs> losing, you know, our actual sense of God's grandeur and um, his sovereignty and actually start just looking to ourselves and attributing everything to ourselves, all the glory to ourselves. So I think just remembering to focus on God, you know, yeah, knowledge, knowledge puffs up. But, you know, if you continue to look to God and recognize that, you know, I can acquire as much knowledge as I want, you know, I can start to become as wise, quote unquote, as I want. Um, But, all you know, it will it's foolishness compared to the wisdom of God. So we really just need to remain focused on him and that we will probably yeah, that'll probably be the best way for us to keep you know, to steer clear of becoming prideful. Yeah. yeah. Just keep focus on God. Yeah, that's very true. Um, you know, a wise a foolish person who realized that they were full is greater than one who is wise in their own eyes. Because mm. a heart that is mm-hmm. that can be molded by God, a heart that is not closed off to God, a heart that recognizes their need of God is in a better position than anyone who says, I don't need God, or I know it all, or there's nothing for me to learn. And I think sometimes we can have that attitude growing up where your parents told you, and you're like, you grew up in a different country, you're not from here, you don't know my life, you don't know my pressures. Um, and sometimes we can be like, we know better. But actually, we don't always know better. There's always going to be someone who knows more than you. Yeah. And and so on and so forth. And even if you reach the person that's the wisest human on earth, their wisdom cannot compare to the wisdom of God. Yeah. And I think um, as, as, as we analyze who we are and where we are and our life, our mistakes, our past actions, our future actions that might not glorify God, let's be real, um, it's just important to know that there is actually hope. There is hope you're here you're living and breathing you can learn more about god and as you learn more about god um your 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 soul will be transformed um and you'll have a new you that in a year's time you'll look back and you say wow look at how much i've grown um look at how much disciplined i am in these aspects not just so you can pat yourself on the back but you can give glory to god for what he will have done in your life Mm -hmm. as christians we can be expectant for God to for God to transform or for the Holy Spirit to transform us. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, and like we're just going to round it up there. Um yeah, we hope that you've benefited from this. Um and share this with someone who you feel might need it. Not in a prideful, horrible way. <laughs> but uh, it could be a source of comfort to know that there's actually hope. Um and yeah, so thank you so much for joining us for another episode, yes, of the Sound Seed podcast. Um give this podcast to listen to. Let us know your thoughts. Do you follow us on Instagram? Um let us know your thoughts, let us know what you think. Um and yeah, and listen to another episode whilst you're at it, and we will see you. Bye.
see. We will hear you. You will hear us. You will hear us soon. So this has been the sound seed thank you so much for listening and remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community see you on the next episode